I'm Zim, and you're listening to the Helpful Photographer Podcast in collaboration with New York City Photo Safari. To register for a safari, please visit NewYorkCityPhotoSafari.com. Photographers who've met me on a New York City Photo Safari think that I have a beef against third-party lenses. And the fact is, I do. After hundreds of hours of hands-on experience with literally thousands of third-party lenses, I've come to the conclusion that they're generally not worth the savings, and I'm going to tell you why. But before I do, I want you to make a note that I will not be mentioning any particular brands, because it just hasn't made a difference. What you should know is that glass engineers today have 3D modeling, which they did not have before the digital age. And as a result, they can design sharper and sharper lenses with fewer and fewer aberrations. They know the exact specifications of the camera bodies and the sensors they're designing these lenses for. And the results are lenses with fewer problems. On the other hand, third-party manufacturers have to reverse-engineer these specifications to design their lenses. My question is, would a third-party manufacturer be as capable of making lenses that fit like a glove with a body they do not make? I would assume that they could get pretty close, but probably not as tightly as the OEM. OEM stands for Original Equipment Manufacturer. Another issue is when a third-party manufacturer designs a lens, I want to know which manufacturer's sensor are they designing it for. Do they just choose one arbitrarily and then change the lens mount, or do they design each lens for each brand of camera they're compatible with? I don't know, but this is incredibly important because we're shooting a digital sensor that is proprietary to each manufacturer. Also, remember that flangeback distance which I discussed in a previous episode? It's the distance between the lens mount and the sensor. I get the feeling this is also built per the sensor, and it changes from camera to camera. Do third-party manufacturers take this into account for every lens they make? Or again, do they just change the lens mount? We also know that when you mount a lens to a camera body, the body knows which lens you've mounted to the camera and makes a variety of calculations based on that information to help ensure a sharper image. Everything from pushing towards the sweet spot of the lens, to correcting for aberrations and vignetting, to shutter speeds. I'm willing to assume that the camera manufacturer will not be plugging in these specifications for all the third-party lenses available. One of the problems I've seen very regularly is the camera's inability to hook in the focus when there's a third-party lens mounted to it. Rather than taking a fraction of a second to focus, it can take several seconds. Although I see this across the board, I see this most often with longer lenses. In other words, the lenses that tend to be a little bit more expensive. When I tell people this, there's always someone who tells me that they have a third-party lens and they don't experience any of these problems. Again, if you're shooting wide, you are less likely to experience the focus issues. As for the other issues, here's what I'd say. What you're shooting and how you view your images will dictate how amplified these problems are. If you're not doing any major cropping or large-scale printing of your images, you may not notice these issues either. Lastly, although the problems are there, Most photographers don't study their images and therefore don't recognize the problems. This being the case, it could be argued that this is mostly an academic discussion. And to that end, I would agree. But I would still argue that it is likely that your images are missing that little bit of spice or that little bit of zing that a better lens would give you. So if you're getting images that meet your needs and you're satisfied with its performance, then there's no reason why you shouldn't save a few dollars. And to be really honest, my biggest beef with third-party lenses is not the aberrations issues or the sharpness issues, because those are actually very difficult to detect. My biggest beef is the autofocus. 
I have had too many experiences with third-party lenses that just refuse to focus in a timely manner, and it just drives me nuts. I cannot reiterate enough. I have literally handled over 10,000 cameras with all manner of third-party lenses, and the autofocus have been consistently slow when those cameras come loaded with a third-party lens. Unlike aberrations, this is a very noticeable problem. And again, many will say that they don't notice this problem either. But most people own what they own, and they don't get a chance to play with different cameras. And without that frame of reference, you would never know that you had a problem. Since I'm constantly in front of different cameras, I definitely notice the difference. And you're just going to have to take my word for it when I say there's definitely a difference. And for some who do notice the difference, they are often not bothered because they are often shooting static objects, in which case they have the time to wait for that focus to hook in. As a professional shooter, I find these little issues add up, and not only do I want every advantage possible, I also don't want to take the enormous research time to figure out which third-party lens might do as well as an OEM, so I can save a few dollars on a piece of equipment I'll probably use every single week and keep for over five years. And for those who ask, why not just shoot Prime and get the cream of the crop? Well, because for me, the sheer back pain of that many lenses and continual lens changes isn't worth it. As you can see, there are definitely some trade-offs, and each of us will need to decide which trade-offs we're willing to put up with, depending on the results we want to achieve. That's it for today. I hope that was helpful. Until next time, keep on shooting!